Justin Bourne, of Real Kipper and Bourne, and of least regional games, of everything, and an uh, infrequent visitor to this show, but now back. Good morning, buddy. Oh, that was good. Good morning. Hello. Oh, go. Hi, yeah. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, you started off with just... It's been so long since I've used these headphones that I forgot if mute was in or out. I'm yeah. alive. I'm yeah, here. Yeah, okay, that's good. Because, yeah, you started off, like, crackling as though it was we were trying to reach you in a different dimension. <laughs> <laughs> I'm present. It's all good. Yeah, you're in this one. You're in our dimension. Okay, so let's just start with that. Do you think that the team found something on the weekend? Yeah, I mean, I think what you're looking for is what does it look like when it works? What does it look like when, you know, the plan, which we're supposed to have, is executed and everyone does their job? And, yeah, that's, that's really encouraging that there is a version of this Leafs team that you go, okay, you know, like I can see how that can work. Like, you know, and we'll get into the finer details, I'm sure. I still don't love every part of the plan, but plan aside when it works like that boy it sure looked really good didn't it yeah it did it looked really nice that was by far the most enjoyable game of the season for me i needed it because i had spent five hours in the cold well just the argos (laughs) game and i was five hours in the cold and you know when okay it wasn't that bad i dressed properly but you know when you're in the cold for a really long time how it basically just takes you all day to heat back up right you're just there's there's something about that where it's hours upon hours upon hours of just needing to warm back up and then by the time you do you're sleepy so i needed a leafs game <laughs> i needed a leafs game that was entertaining that actually had moments in it because had it been some kind of nondescript game that the leafs lost 3 nothing i would have done leafs talk and sam would have gone so what do you think of that game i would have been like I thought the sweaters were nice. (laughs) (laughs) I'd been looking at my app on my phone going, who scored the goals? Yeah, that one was pretty good. Uh, That one was all right. No, they really needed that one. I like what you said about just you can kind of see it, right? Of course, they're not going to be a perfect team. I would say that that's the majority of the NHL. You're doing your national hour now, so I know you're watching way more games. Who do you really love outside of Vegas, right? Yeah. No, honestly, Colorado's gotten shellacked a couple yeah. of times. Like, there's not really teams where you're, like, unbeatable. Yes. No, every team is flawed at this point. Yeah, I, it, this is what the NHL wanted all along. It's just the full parody league where it just every team every night can be the same. And no one loves their team. And there's seven <laughs> interchangeable guys on the roster where you go, oh, that guy's probably not going to be here long term, right? Imagine if teams just started selling jerseys of all the players, right? <laughs> like the teams are- They're like, yeah, like honestly, teams have guys. It's like they have Cole Blakeman and yeah. Blake Coleman. And yeah. this is, you know, Trent Johnson and John Trenton. Oh, there's I don't a, know who anyone yeah, is. There's a lot of Trent Johnsons in the league right now. There's just... I, I try to tune into others. I watched that uh, the the ass kicking that was put down uh, by the Kraken on the on the Avalanche the other night, mm-hmm. and I watched a Vegas ass kicking of Colorado too because I keep tuning into their games because they're later ones. And I go, oh yeah, your record's good. Let me see this Colorado team that was promised. They're they're I think deeper than maybe the Leafs are, but they also just have a ton of who are you guys. That's yeah. every single team in the league right now. It drives me nuts. It's really hard, man. I I hope that I hope the cap well, going up. Black cap, dude. I know, but what I think is, too, is there's, there, there are just too many teams, right? In the NBA right now, you look at it and say, wow, there's so much talent. Every single team has so many players, and each team has a couple of really interesting guys. And the NHL, you look at it and go, I think we could do without six of these teams. <laughs> you know, yeah. Take six teams out, bump the cap up just a touch, and I think the league would be a lot better for it. But, hey, whatever. I guess we're just going to... 
have this this kind of league for the the meaningful future because that's just the way it feels. So like that that's kind of how I'm looking at the Leafs is not mm-hmm. to make excuses for them, but who is going to be capable of building a perfect team, right? Can you be a team that finds an identity at some point during the season? That the first long stretch with these guys, I, I thought, I don't know what the hell this is going to be because it was supposed to be that they were more offensive and then no one down the lineup was scoring. It was supposed to be that they were tougher and then Brad Marchand is injuring their defenseman and everyone's just looking and smiling from the bench going, please don't do that again. <laughs> that, would be, yeah. that would be mean if you did it twice. <laughs> right. <laughs> they signed one of the toughest guys in the league who's already off the team, right? <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Everything that they were supposed to be wasn't really materializing. And I do feel like the promising part of this weekend is they felt heavier. They felt tougher and and multiple ways tougher, by the way. They were down twice and they came back against Vancouver both times. They fought for each other. And now all of a sudden, a bunch of the guys down the lineup are scoring. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, there's been a lot said about the whole Ryan Reeves thing and like, all right, his, I don't know, his minus 11 or something like yeah. that. Like he's not, hasn't had a positive contribution. Fine. That's all well and good. But a lot of it has been like, okay, well, who, who do they put in there that it's that much different? You know, this whole, Bobby McMahon comes up and I, I, I feel like people know things about him. I don't, uh, every time I watch him play, here's what I see. He's really fast. Mm-hmm. He's big. And I know from watching elite American League highlights, he shoots it really well. Like some of his goals are just like beating the goalie clean hard shots. So all of a sudden, your fourth line with McMahon instead of Reeves is a guy, is a line of Gregor who is lightning fast. And he is three times in the Leafs jersey shot it past a goalie where you're like, boy, the goalie looked bad there. Or is that a great shot? So fast and can shoot it. McMahon is fast and can shoot it. And Camp is a great fourth line center. So all of a sudden, the fourth line is very good with mm-hmm. replacing one player. So that was really encouraging to me, being like, okay, you know, they're not that far off with a little tweak here and a little tweak there. And then the other thing was, I didn't realize how much they would miss Jake McCabe. Mm-hmm. Just having him back to me suddenly made it feel a lot more like, okay, at least you have someone who knows. Like he wants to defend, he cares about it. Right. And he likes to hit and all that stuff. So a few little things made a big difference over the weekend. Obviously they played great, but just a couple of lineup tweaks went a long way. Yeah. See that that's the way I, I feel about it right now and ask me again in two weeks with this team, because it just, it's been such a roller coaster ride of, Oh, it's good. It's bad. It's good. It's bad. It's good. It's bad, bad, bad. Um, but I had Myrtle on last week and we were talking mm-hmm. about the team And to me, the biggest point of optimism was you could circle two players on the roster, the way Klingberg was playing and the way Reeves is playing and say, if you just remove those guys and put in replacement level players, how much better is the team? Mm -hmm. And, And I think with the fourth line, we already have that question answered. You go from a guy who just cannot move, who cannot play, makes a line, a complete non threat where, you know, they're never going to score. And it's just about surviving the five to eight minutes they're going to get a night. But they also had to start him in the ozone. I know. That's it. You were taking away opportunities to score and going to just, again, a, a replacement level player. I don't, I'm sure, you know, I agree with the things that you said about McMahon. I don't know if he's going to be someone that, listen, he's, he's goes Patters. into the Trent Richard. What, what's the name of the guy? Trent Patterson. <laughs> yeah. He's a sure. Trent Patterson. Okay. Like yeah. he is a guy that five years from now, I would imagine most Leaf fans go, oh, right him i forgot about him but he's just a replacement level guy that shows you how bad the reeves experiment was 
And I know that they can bury the the money. I know that eventually it's not going to be that bad because people keep saying it's the worst contract in Leafs history. And I go, you're clearly not a fan of this team. <laughs> you clearly have only <laughs> been here for a very short time. But it is incredible to think that a guy is going to get $4 million for a minus 11 in two fights that he arguably lost both of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's a shame because, like, I have been okay with the idea that you would have a guy – who kind of mm-hmm. treads water or is even a little bit below treading water mm-hmm. as long as it gives them an element they haven't had during the regular season where guys felt defended and whatever. I was totally okay with that. Um, but you just can't be the worst guy in the league. <laughs> you know, like that's just a bridge too far. And, you know, I, I know Sheldon Keefe was trying to protect him. He made some comments like, you know, I've been through the goals and there's not one where you would hold him like accountable for but I think back to like the play where Matthew Nice chips one to him and he just can't, he's not fast enough to skate onto it. So he never affects the play, but it's cause he's slow, you know? Mm-hmm. So you don't blame him. But anyway, it's, it's a shame that it has worked out so poorly, but it's really tough to see it ever being a success. It just is. It's going to be your worst option. Given the, even a guy like McMahon being around. Dude, I, I actually thought, this too. This is a little side tangent we probably don't need considering the other stuff we have to talk about. But it's the $4 million, but I actually felt a little bad for Reeves because he clearly is going to want a media career when this is all said and done. That had to be a part of the deal coming to Toronto. But now it, it will take some recovery time for that in this market. Yeah. No, you're, I, I totally know what you mean. Like you don't, people, if people aren't welcoming you with open arms when they feel like it's had a detrimental effect. I guess there's lots of season left and things could change for him, but tough to see it happening. Yeah. Anyway, uh, classic Toronto, though. They, we find a way. Nylander's having just the best season. Matthews looks incredible. Tavares looks like he hasn't lost a step. And the vast majority of the discourse has been about the fourth line. <laughs> you know, but outside of, like, fawning, yeah. outside of sitting here and being like, how good was that? Know. You know, like it's tough to break down excellence in the way that it's like, okay, how do you patch the holes and make this a cup winner? Yes. Well, the other part of it too, is it makes it feel a little bit more desperate to win, right? Because these guys are clearly entering a different kind of prime window. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. The way I'm looking at this right now is I feel a little sympathetic towards not that it should be overly sympathy to the stars that have been given everything in this market. But I thought what a frustrating time for these guys where they're playing great. They're doing a lot. The rest of the lineup, everyone's talking about them trying to give them credit for whenever they win, going, ah, this is the rest of the formula. But then if the Leafs lose, it'll all be about those four guys. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. And no one is... wants to talk about the excellence because you're right. It's hard to break down. Plus, we've seen it so many times. Yeah. No, it is. It's, they're in a very unique spot with this market where it's tough to, get, uh, tough to get a heap of praise. But you know, I will say this weekend was one of the most surprising weekends for me. Like the Leafs, I've joked to you know, have this reputation for rising the occasion when you expect them to finally be done for. But going into this weekend, I, I really had some concerns. Like that game against Vancouver was such a pleasant surprise as someone who has to cover them all year because – there's, there was just so many holes going into that game that I thought that maybe this team was a, you know, a fringe playoff team. And so another good weekend like that, it's like, okay, they're not that, you know, yeah. that's, that was encouraging to see. Yeah. There were definitely signs of, is this team bad? Yeah. That was the talk on our show with McKee. McKee was just like, guys, I'm worried. It's yeah. like, 
yeah, I think you might be right to be worried. <laughs> I like how that 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 is genuinely McKee's job. Is I'm really worried. <laughs> That's him. All, <laughs> just him hand wringing, going, I'm I'm nervous. I'm worried. Yeah, dude. What are you worried about? The Leafs stink. They've been crap your whole life. <laughs> why are you Why are you worried? You've never seen a winner. Oh no, yeah. things are going to be the same. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. They might only win one playoff series in 20 years. I had Newendike on Friday, and I went, "This is incredible." The biggest goals in my life were him in 2004 and that's the last time they won before last season and and I know we've been had that beaten over our heads over and over and over again but sitting there and talking to him did make it feel different where yeah I was like oh right this guy hasn't been in the league forever (laughs) (laughs) he had the last memories for this team so uh, to kind of close the forward conversation do you think they've found the groups will Sheldon Keefe be able to resist the temptation to put the lines in a blender the second things go south no, see, I, I do think they want Bertuzzi to play with Matthews and, and Marner. Like, I think that's how they see this working out as someone who hunts pucks for them and all that. But nice just makes so much sense from, like, an offensive standpoint. It, to me, it's more they also don't want to put him in a spot where there's a bunch of pressure on him. Like, in huge games, they're going to be rolling out this rookie in those big moments. Like, Bertuzzi's at least kind of been through the league and through playoffs and I don't know. I think eventually they're going to want to see Bertuzzi back there. But, yeah, I think we'll have a little run. The one thing I did want to say on the forwards is that everyone right now is like, hey, how about that third line? Looks like they found a third line, Mm -hmm. yada, yada. And they looked fantastic, and it's encouraging. And it's nice to see the Leafs get depth scoring. Like, they've they've been supposed to have it. They have supposed to have a good third line. I don't know. Don't worry about the English. Mm -hmm. For a long time. But this finally, like, seeing them score is good. Now, however, I don't trust that that's a playoff line. Mm. I don't trust that line, you know, Max Domi, Cali Yarncroc. Like, it just it doesn't feel to me like a line you're going to keep together in the playoffs. Mm. I think that's fair, considering Nick Robertson no one thought would be on this team at all this season, that he would yeah. get a small tryout, disappoint, go back to the AHL and then likely be moved in an underwhelming trade package or as a throw in on something bigger. And now it's four games of awesome, but yeah, it's fine to question whether or not that's going to be sustainable. But is that the biggest part of that line that you don't trust? Or is it the Domi down the middle piece? Because yarn crock, I think is just, yeah, he's the, he's a Swiss army knife at this point that you can basically trust anywhere in your lineup. Yes. But Domi at center is something that like, it's tough to see lasting. I just think he's a poor defensive player and I don't love having my third line center that can't defend. And then Robertson. Yeah. I really, this guy's a unbelievable score. I, I really think he's just got such a knack for it and a sense for offense and a great shot. But yeah, Domi plus him in playoffs and pitching him against Tampa Bay and pitching them against Florida. You know, it's, it's tough. And then, yeah, as you mentioned, Yarncroc was not impactful in the playoffs at all. So mm-hmm. just tough to see that sticking. Yeah, what, what I will say, though, about them, even if it isn't a playoff line, they kind of just needed them right now. Agreed. That's well said. Like, the timing's perfect for yeah. this line. They, they just desperately needed some other group to do something exciting. Have life. Yeah. And they have, they've been better than just okay. Robertson has had real job. I thought he was the Leafs' best player Friday. Like, I genuinely he, did. 
I think I tweeted before playoffs, put 89 out. Like he was every time he was out there, he was impactful and moving yeah. at the pace of play. I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. He was awesome. And then Domi just feels like he's been reinvigorated playing center that yeah. he's actually he's engaged. Yeah. He's found something. He looked lost through the first four or five games of the year. He had that, those two beautiful passes to Nyes that Nyes finished. And then after that, it got him some grace period, but it was starting to yeah. get back to the point of, Hey, what, what, what is it you say you do here? <laughs> and, <laughs> and he finally found something. So, I'm good even if that line is just a stopgap to something else, right? Buys them time to figure out what exactly they need. Or if every other game they score you a goal, you'll love them. Right. That's it. It's just it's it's fine. It it right now this is what they need. And even when we had the topic before the season of hey, is this team better? I really did think that they were going to be a better regular season team. I, I just thought mm-hmm. that they were going to be able to score more, that it was going to fit their group, that they were going to stay engaged with everybody chasing the points, right? And how, how many mercenaries this team has. Yeah, and, but you thought Bertuzzi was going to be good. Right. Well, I have liked Bertuzzi the last couple of games, I will yes, say. Yes, I have too. And, I have too. And kind of to your point about Nyes and the no pressure thing, my, my pushback would be I haven't seen the pressure part with him at all. No, he seems unfazed. You're so right. That's it. I don't see a guy that looks nervous in times. And if you're talking about the dude who's just supposed to chase down pucks, who on this team, other than Matthews, has looked more dangerous when he's on someone's back this season for the Leafs than Matthew Nice? No, good point. It's him. Yeah. So uh, for me right now, I'm letting that go. And I'm saying too, hey, Bertuzzi, it's not like you're playing with a bunch of nobodies, right? No. You're you're playing with one of the best 10 forwards in the NHL right now and William Nylander and Tavares who has, I would say if we're looking at underrated stories of the season, and I guess I shouldn't have expected a big fall off with him, right? It's not as though he was just some athletic phenom that relied purely on the skating, but it's just how good he has looked. We've had two years where people have gone, Tavares needs to get kicked out to the wing. Tavares needs to get kicked out of the wing. Could you imagine this team if they actually had to kick Tavares out to the wing? Yeah, no, it's essential that he be the player he is. It's the money he's making. And mm-hmm. honestly, it's it, he, we may finish this John Tavares contract, step back and go, holy, that mm-hmm. was a really good seven years. And yeah. the whole time, everyone was just going, get this guy out of here. I don't know, yeah. you know? Well, especially since they might inherit a cheaper version of Tavares at the end of the contract, right? What do you think is likely? He leaves and chases money somewhere or he re-signs in Toronto for less money? I feel like it's the latter. So there there might Mm. be a little bit of a long-term play here where in a season and a half from now, we look at this and go, damn, that was pretty good that they turned Tavares into the new Mark Giordano or the new Jason Spezza where it's the the good vet on the cheap contract. Um, Mm. By the way, that's... That's still a concerning thing to me a little bit is they, this team has just always relied on the old guy to be the heartbeat of the team. It used to be Spezza. Now it's Giordano, right? And it was that way again Saturday where it was the old guy that had to fire everybody up again. And I went, this is great. I love Giordano, but I, I would like to see this from somebody else. Uh, Way to go though, Gio. I mean, that's a big boy. Yeah, he went in there with, and oh, he threw. <laughs> he yes. was throwing. Yeah, he stood re- in there. No, but those were reckless punches to the point <laughs> where, if the guy he's fighting is calm about it and really knows what he's doing, he could have landed one on the button. Where we go? Why did you do that? <laughs> why did yeah. you? Why did you do that fight? Okay. Um, what would you give up for Zadorov? Should the Leafs be making a move like this today? Well, I think that depends on what, you know, like uh, on the ability to extend him. Like you, if you know, you're going to have him for a while. Um, I I also think Zadorov is a guy that 
if he's on your team long enough, you'll go, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. That's why this six foot seven, two, you know, fourteen goal scoring defenseman isn't beloved everywhere. Like, there's going to be some warts. However, I really would be excited about the Leafs having something that is so different to them. A guy who can hit and score that plays defense with an attitude. Mm-hmm. Like, what a concept. So there's going to be some mistakes along the way. I love it for the Leafs. So, you know, I, I don't know. You know, you start talking about these your prospects. You even talk with Kip, and it's like, he brought up Minton and Cowan. I was like, okay, it's not Cowan. So mm-hmm. is Minton on the table for Zadorov plus? Like, can Calgary sweeten that pot significantly with another defenseman? Or Vladar? Uh, you know, do you like Vladar much more than you like Samsonov? I don't know. So, no, no I don't either, um, for the record. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's interesting to see what else they would have to do to make it work for a big piece like Minton. My only thing is, if you're the Leafs and you make that trade, you actually have to do it for what eighty cents on the dollar to Calgary. You cannot be doing a hundred. Uh, you can't be doing full price for full price because it's just so early in the season. I, I feel mm-hmm. I, I'm a little torn on this. I really like Zadorov. He's the defenseman on that team that I would most like for the reasons that you outlined, which is just bringing the team more of the things they don't have. Right? Yeah. Some size, some nastiness. They don't get any goal scoring from their blue line, None. and so that would be a nice addition for them. But I would be a little nervous, even in a year where everyone's going to be around the playoffs and it's probably going to be another buyer's market, that some other names come up and you look at it and say, damn, you made the move too early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that is a real concern. Uh, it's, it's a really tough situation. I think it felt really desperate last week when the Leafs were 6-5 and five mm-hmm. and Lilligren's hurt and McCabe was out and Klingberg looked you know, unfixable, it really felt like if you don't do this now, you know, it, it may come down to not making playoffs or making playoffs. How early you make a decision like this. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, winning buys you time to further assess what you have. And I think that's one of the, the great advantages of, you know, the least gain from having some success last weekend. It's just, okay, let's take another look at this. We don't, we're not in full panic mode. Winning helps you make better decisions in the long term. The, the, the immediate, Part of this where I go, no, just do it now is you need to improve your penalty kill immediately. And the mm-hmm. clear number one spot is they, they need another defenseman to play on that unit because the, the personnel, like I asked Jason Bukula last week, hey, do they have anybody internally where you believe this is going to get better? And he just flat out went no. <laughs> so, oh, OK, yeah, that that's where you start to look externally um, before you go. Last thing. Mm-hmm. So they're heading on this break. And it's nice because they've got this momentum and they've won some games and they're probably feeling way better about themselves. They had a game where they had some fights and they won on a Saturday night. They probably went out as a team and had a bunch of drinks and now they get to fly to Sweden and a bunch of guys on the team get to show off Sweden to Leafs. The the mood is good with the team, but it Mm -hmm. is a little bit of a break here where they're only playing two games in 12. What do you think the the story of the season has been for you so far? Hmm. That's a great question. Um, I think the new additions, you yeah. know, the, the, the new additions being not what the Leafs had hoped. Uh, obviously, this story is very different today than it was on Friday at noon. You know, like it felt like they, none of them were working and it was tough to see any of them sticking throughout the whole season. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, Bertuzzi looked better. Domi's chipping in here and there. Klingberg had a good ho- hockey game, like mm-hmm. a fine hockey game. So, to me, it was the new guys, but I think they're they're looking better than I thought. 
I don't know. Like I said, very recently. Yeah, recently, yes. Before that, no. Congrats to Ryan Reeves on four million dollars. Uh, <laughs> just incredible stuff. This pro sports is awesome for that. Uh, I know you got to run. I'll let you go. Thanks for doing this, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Sal. Sounds good. Have a good one.